Travis Schreier, the BamaOnline.com staff from Bryant-Denny Stadium following the Alabama Crimson Tide's 52-24 win over the Tennessee Volunteers Saturday night here in Tuscaloosa, the Crimson Tide now. Winners of 15 in a row over the Vols in the third and or fourth Saturday in October series. So Alabama gets it done once again. Big, big game from Bryce Young. Outstanding on third downs. Really, Alabama in general, when you talk about deciding factors in this game, third down a big part of that. Alabama 15 of 20 on thirds. Meanwhile, the Tennessee Volunteers, after converting two of their first three third down opportunities, they go 10 straight thirds to end the game without a conversion. The Alabama defense, I know you weren't happy about the explosive plays through the air for Hendon Hooker and his receivers. Um, I mean, Cedric Tillman looked like Peerless Price, right? And going for 152 on seven catches. You had some busts in the secondary, some missed assignments. You had a change in game at the one safety position opposite Jordan Battle with DeMarco Ellums coming off the bench for Daniel Wright. So adjustments were made, and I thought Alabama went through a stretch there defensively, to its credit. Second and third quarters where it did an outstanding job of getting off the field. I think it was five out of six Tennessee possessions there after Alabama had fallen behind 14-7, to the first post-first quarter deficit for Alabama since 2012 of any kind. And uh, to come back to rebound like that defensively was a good sign, but then you give up the 70-yarder there in the fourth quarter. Um, Hendon Hooker once again going up top, quick snapping Josh Job at the corner, and couldn't quite shake the balls as quickly as I know a lot of you folks would like. But uh, Alabama again, just too good on third downs. Bryce Young, outstanding, not only with his arm. Averaged over 21 yards per completion on third down for the second straight week and came up big with his legs. Second straight year for Alabama in this series against Tennessee in which the Crimson Tide rushes for five touchdowns in a game. Brian Robinson with three touchdown runs. He goes over 100 yards for the third time in four weeks. And, uh, again, between Bryce and Brian – Five rushing touchdowns in the game, a career-high 42 rushing yards for Bryce. And, again, just third downs, Bryce with his arms, and then four times with his legs. Uh, A couple of those, I think both his touchdown runs were third downs. So showing you that uh, more and more when he needs to do it, he can absolutely do it. So very nice performance for Bryce Young. You heard some words like Heisman-worthy in the press box following the game. 371, two touchdowns. Doesn't throw an interception. Keeps that clean once again. And again, the, the the scoring production as much as anything with his legs. Hendon Hooker, that was his first interception. Jalen Armour Davis with the near pick six there in the fourth quarter. First interception for Hendon Hooker in SEC play this season. He was really good once again. 19 of 28, 282. But a key for Alabama defensively in this game too was to keep the number of snaps down for Tennessee. Tennessee ended up running just 54 plays, but, again, uh, the yards per pass attempt right at 10 for Hendon Hooker, doing large part to three big plays through the air. What was it? 39, 57, and 70 yards, three of those completions. Now, you know, this was also a Tennessee offense that on the ground – 
uh, came in here averaging nearly 250 rushing yards per game. So Alabama in holding Tennessee to 64 rushing yards on 26 attempts, you got to give that front seven a lot of credit. Went with some more of the big nickel. We sort of talked about this in three matchups on Thursday at BamaOnline.com. Talked about the possibility with Tennessee liking to work from that spread, that power spread, sort of a veer and shoot offense under Josh Heupel. Maybe Alabama would go bigger across that nickel front on early downs, and that's what we saw. LeBron Ray playing some end uh, in that look, a three defensive line look, which you know not all that long ago was pretty much the standard. That's what Alabama did in the nickel. Uh, but the the passing game has changed it so much that you've seen more of two defensive linemen, two outside linebackers at pretty much all times in the nickel. Well, it was sort of a retro nickel for Alabama, and it, it worked against the run. Uh, pass rush, three sacks for Alabama in the game. Will Anderson with another sack and a half to his total. Uh, Christian Harris didn't have a sack, but he had a nice fourth down tackle, a Hendon hooker there in the fourth quarter to get Alabama's defense off the field. So still too much inconsistency, um, but but here comes the but. When you are as good on third down as this team is offensively, it can cover for a lot. I don't know if it can cover enough for you to be a championship team ultimately, because sooner or later you're going to run into a team with comparable, if not like, for like talent. And then that that sort of runs out if you're not consistent in other areas of the game. You've got to take care of the football. You can't fumble inside the Tennessee 10 like we saw tonight. You can't have breakdowns on special teams. You can't rough the punter on fourth and 23. You can't have a punt blocked. And give, again, the Alabama defense credit in that scenario, that sudden change there early in the third quarter and you know get off the field allowing just a field goal after having the James Burnett punt blocked. And you know, you got a guy that just runs through your two – splits your two personal protectors, Henry Toa and Cameron Latou. And so this Alabama team continues at times to like to make it harder on itself than it needs to be. But uh, at the end of the night, you might even still be able to see it back there behind me. It's still a haze, a haze of cigar smoke still hanging over Bryant-Denny Stadium. What do you got for me on a Saturday night? I know you just watched the Braves, right? The Braves wrapped up the NLCS, going to the World Series to take on those cheating-ass Houston Astros. Yeah, TJ, I think Bryce still does a good job, probably more often than the staff would like, of covering for some issues in protection. Uh, did that again tonight. Was aggressive running the ball. Um, but he can do that. You know, he's capable of doing that. There were times, too, though, where I thought he had nice protection. He hit the deep ball to Jamison there. Uh, what was it in the fourth quarter? It was a pretty big play and uh, had good protection on that. So it kind of works both ways. Um, ultimately, this was a team that in the first half you wondered if they were going to achieve any semblance of balance on offense. But at the end of the night, when you look at it, 49 runs for Alabama, 43 passes, 92 total plays. Alabama, 92 total plays. Tennessee with 54. So you'll take that. You'll take that. Yeah, Vanessa, I think a lot of Alabama people are looking towards Georgia. you got to be careful with that. I think tonight was sort of a reminder that whereas this schedule sets up favorably for this Alabama team to get to Atlanta and 
face Georgia in the Southeastern Conference Championship game, you still got to take it a quarter by a quarter. And uh, the little things with this team, you got to continue to try to improve on those because the maddening stretches of inconsistency uh, at some point, as I said, if you do run into a Georgia or someone, the good news is, other than Georgia right now, I mean, who really concerns you around college football? I guess Ohio State was impressive tonight against Indiana on the road. Uh, Cincinnati's ranked second in the country and beat a bad Navy team by seven on the road. I mean, what else is out there really? Uh, Oklahoma struggled on the road with Kansas, one of the worst teams in college football. So, uh, you know, yeah, you, obviously Georgia is the, the team everyone's looking ahead to. Uh, but Alabama's just got to take care of some of these things that uh, just kind of strike them. It seems like it seems like when Alabama's got it fixed, just like the Texas A&M game, defensively they went on that stretch of just dominant defensive play in the second half. And then on the final two possessions of the game for A&M, they give up a touchdown and a field goal. And so – you know, not to take away from the victory tonight, but it's sort of relative, relevant. Go State at home. You get Arkansas at home. Then you go on the road for the Iron Bowl. So, uh, yeah, got to take care of your business. And uh, everything else should work out just fine as far as the end of the month of November. Yeah, you're not going to survive these kind of mistakes uh, that you saw tonight if you play a Georgia. I don't think you are. You know, you're not going to survive a block punt and a roughing the punter on fourth and 23 and a turnover inside your opponent's 10. Um, but, you know, there were still some good things. You saw uh, you know, the tight ends resurfaced in the passing game. Good to see Cameron Latou with three explosive, well, two explosive plays. All three of his catches converted thirds. You had two 100-yard performances for the first time this season in the same game from John Mechie. How about John Mechie? He's doing exactly what he needs to be doing at this time of the year, especially. Jamison Williams, he did have the turnover. He did have a drop early, but, you know, he finishes with 123 yards on six catches, and it's another game for Jamison Williams of 20-plus yards per catch. So a lot of positives. We're not going to get negative. We're not going to get too negative about it, but, no, plenty, plenty to clean up during the bye week as a uh, – yeah, Matt, seeing some more Treshawn Holden, seeing him sets. So uh, seeing him out there with Jamison and also um, Mechie. Had a chance for an even bigger play. Bryce made a really nice play to come all the way across to him. Didn't quite stay on his feet, but uh, still a big play in the game. All right, gang, as 